and welcome to Kidacity, where we learn, share, and take action together. I'm your host, Samad Chitta. I'm 11 years old and live in Bengaluru, India. I'm also an aspiring author. Kidacity is a fun place for kids, like you and me, to learn about various topics that interest us. This season, we will learn about countries around the world, their culture, history, and most importantly, one problem that the children in that country are facing. From time to time, I will also bring inspiring interviews with adults and children. No learning is complete without putting it into action. So, at the end of each episode, there will be a segment where you can take action about the topic of that episode. If you love to learn and love to listen to inspiring people around us, you have come to the right place. This is episode 101 and today we will explore the country whose language includes over 100 words for wind and most of the citizens believe in elves. This country is an island off the coast of Europe and has many volcanoes. Any guesses? The country is Iceland. Stay tuned to discover five amazing aspects about Iceland. Let's first get to know a little bit more about Iceland and its geography. Iceland is located off the coast of Europe. It is an island nation, just like Trinidad and Tobago. Its nearest countries are England, Ireland, Greenland and Norway. On the southeast of the island sits Reykjavik, its capital. Iceland's national language is Icelandic, but over 98% of the country speaks English, so you won't have any problem while visiting. Iceland produces the second highest amount of aluminium in Europe, after Norway. It also ranks fourth in salmon production, but it is first in producing Arctic char. You're probably wondering about what Arctic char is. I was also quite surprised when I first heard about it. I thought that it was some kind of volcanic ash because Iceland has a bunch of volcanoes. But actually, Arctic char is a type of fish. It is quite a rare fish, making it hard to find in most of the markets. Iceland is full of interesting places to visit. Reykjavik, its modern capital, is full of colour and quirky structure. You can see this when you visit the Sulfarius sculpture in Seibraut. On the other side of Iceland lies Lake Maivuan, known for its hot springs and Game of Thrones-like setting. The history of Iceland is also equally fascinating. According to many people, Iceland has no prehistory, but many stories written show that the country was discovered by the Norse people in the Viking Age. It is believed that Ingolf Anderson of Norway came to Iceland in the year 874 and chose the place he would live in and named it Reykjavik. The Book of Settlements which is another book detailing how Iceland was conquered and settled, 
also shows more than 400 settlers who sailed with their families, servants and slaves came to Iceland to stake their claims in land. Most of the settlers came from Norway, but some came from the other Nordic countries surrounding. Although the island was not populated until the Viking Age, Iceland probably has been known to people long before. In the 4th century BCE, Greek explorer Pythias of Massilia described a northern country that he called Tule on his seven-day expedition crossing England. Iceland is full of wonderful and interesting literary culture. Much of the history of Iceland was recorded in the Icelandic sagas and eddas, including the Nijalas saga and the Greenlandica saga. But that's not it. Iceland is famous for its paintings and sculptures. The first professional painters appeared in Iceland in the 19th century. This group of artists included Johannes Svensson Kajarl, who painted the village life in Iceland. Asmundur Svensson, a 20th century sculpture, was also from Iceland. Iana Hakko Narsen is one of the most famous painters of Iceland. He is a leader in the Icelandic art scene and art education. He has been called the crusader of the painting because of his involvement in those conflicts many Icelandic painters had with the public fine art centers. Some interesting festivals in Iceland include the Iceland Airways. This is a music festival held around November for four days, which focuses on showing new music and displaying new artists' creations and work, especially Icelandic artists. Number two, Eisnaflug. This is an indoor heavy metal festival showcasing the country's love for heavy metal. Now, time to talk about cuisine. Iceland has a lot of delicious food ranging from fish to skir, which is a type of yogurt. A typical Icelandic breakfast includes thick oatmeal, skir, and cod liver oil, which I found out to be a great source of calcium. One dish that I found interesting was called rugbrauch, which is a loaf of Icelandic rye bread. It is traditionally baked in a pot or steamed in special wooden caskets by burying it in the ground near a geyser in which case it is known as Heverbrau or hot spring bread. The national dish of Iceland is hakarl or fermented shark. It is not a daily staple, but it is ought to be tried. Before we move on to the take action part of the show, here are some fun facts about Iceland. Number one, more than 60% of the population lives in Reykjavik. Number two, Iceland was the last place for humans to have settled. Number three, it is one of the most eco-friendly countries in the world. Number four, Iceland is home to many active volcanoes. Number five, about one in 10 Icelanders will have published a book in their life. And number six, Icelanders listen to the most heavy metal music. And if you want to know more about heavy metal, check out my episode 97. I will definitely make sure to give a link in the show notes. Now let's take some action. 
petition made by Isabella Linton, a 15-year-old from the UK, about killing endangered fin whales, which I found very concerning. This is my favourite paragraph from her petition. Iceland began their hunt in June, aiming to kill over 200 whales for meat. Fin whales are the second largest animal on Earth. They prevent species overpopulation, regulate food systems, and help ocean carbon absorption, which could be the key to fighting climate change. We can't just stand by and let them be killed. I felt that this is a very important problem, as we have been learning about ecosystems in school. And if one part of the ecosystem is missing, the whole system collapses. Also, killing or hunting of endangered animal is a crime in most countries, yet it is very common for hunters to practice this for money or just so that they can have fun. If you feel strongly about this issue, you can show your support to Isabella by signing her petition. I will leave a link in my show notes. That is all for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider clicking on the subscribe or follow button on the podcast platform you are listening to me on. And don't forget to check out my Instagram and Twitter at RaidSummerChitta for the latest news about my episodes. Until next week, goodbye and Jay Hind from Curiosity. <laughs>